Well, hey there, friend. Rachel here. Hope you're having a great summer as we continue to go through our Best of Mercy Talk series. Today is going to be a ton of fun because if you know or are familiar with Freedom Prayer in any way, then hang on. Hang on for the ride because this conversation with Jen Barnett, who is the executive director of Freedom Prayer, is just so incredibly rich. And if you don't know about Freedom Prayer, well, Hang on, because you're about to. It's so good. This whole conversation is really about what does your prayer life look like now and what kind of ungodly beliefs are blocking your ability to grow in the kind of prayer life you want to have. So as we dive in today, we hope you're encouraged with roadblocks to hearing and connecting to the Father in your prayer life. This is the Mercy Talk Podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode here on Mercy Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Thomas, and I'm joined by one of your other hosts, the lovely Wise. And yes, that is her last name, Wise. Lovely Wise. (laughs) The lovely and wise (laughs) executive director of Outreach at Mercy, Melody Wise. I didn't didn't know where you were going You didn't know where. Like the lovely Wise. The lovely Wise. I just thought that was what I was being called. We, yeah. It's very kind. Thank Hello, you. everyone. Hello. So glad to be here. <laughs> Sorry, we you, you know how we do at the beginning of that. You're we never just... going to not get an, an awkward intro. That's right. On Mercy Talk. That's so. right. That's right. We. This is the <laughs> real us, guys. Yeah. That's right. Um, we are in the middle of a series about talking, um, really about hearing and connecting with the Father, and this week is well. This week and last week have been so special because we have had uh, Jen Barnett with us uh, with Freedom Prayer and. We are so excited to have her back. Um, my heart Thank is, you. yeah, my heart is even quickened now, like from just prior conversation mm-hmm. before we hit record, just about what God is doing and how He's moving in this place and through you and through this ministry. So, Thank you so much for being with us Thanks today. for having me back. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Today, we're going to dive a little bit um, deeper. We're going to get into kind of, I don't know, the weeds, so to speak, <laughs> and talk sure. about just common roadblocks and hearing and connecting with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, um we were just kind of talking about how throughout this whole month, we've just been talking about hearing from God, receiving from God, having this open communication with the Lord, the importance of that in everyone's journey and especially your journey to freedom. And, um, we're very aware that there's probably a lot of people who have been listening that have been like, uh, I hate hearing about this because I know I'm not thriving in this area Mm -hmm. and I don't know what is standing in my way. Like there's something blocking me in this. I mean, that was much of my life, you know, like my adult life of like Mm -hmm. people talk about hearing from the Lord and receiving from the Lord. And I don't, I just don't like, I don't know why I don't, but I don't, you know? And so we really wanted to be sure that in this series, we talk a little bit about that. Like what are some of the roadblocks that we've Mm -hmm. experienced, but Jen, just especially in all of your experience through freedom prayer, like things that you've seen. And so I would, first of all, encourage you, if you are just now tuning in today for the first time for perspective on just kind of you Mm -hmm. and what you do in freedom prayer, I would really encourage you to first go back, listen to last week's podcast, because there was a lot of foundation laid on just what freedom prayer is, the heart behind it. Um, And so I think that would really help leading into the the conversation we're going to have today. So um, I I was just thinking before we kind of start talking about roadblocks, because I have gone through the freedom prayer training, um, 
there's some things that I think are just so pivotal to this conversation today that I'd love for you just to hit on kind of briefly. One of the things that you guys talk about, there was even a session, I think, in the training called Drawing Near. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it really is the ultimate goal. I mean, that's really what we're talking about on this entire series. It's the ultimate goal here is helping people to draw near. It starts and ends there. So um, I would love for you just to share a little bit about that concept and even just some of the biblical support for a connection to God and what sure. that looks like. Yeah. So I know it's a loaded question. No, it's, it's, it's a whole session on that. It's but. probably my favorite question. Yeah, it's yeah. one of my favorite parts of what we do. And so um, as far as drawing near to God, connecting to God, connecting with God, often in the prayer times, I treat that similarly to, I'm assuming I'm, I don't have medical knowledge to what happens in an ICU intensive mm-hmm. care unit. Like you, you want to make sure that the person who is in there can breathe on their own. Mm. They often start with tubes and things blocking. And to me, connection to God, drawing near to God is just that basic being able to breathe in your spiritual life. If you're not connected to him, you're not fully breathing. There's something blocked. And so um, I, when I sit with people, I think if I never see them again, which sometimes I won't, can they breathe? Mm. Can they get connected? And so that's always this primary goal as much as doing the work, doing the business that you need to remove strongholds, it's pointless if you don't have a home base with yeah. the Lord. And yeah. so scripture, in scripture, it's it's all over the place, Old Testament, New Testament, everything mm-hmm. in between. Some of my favorites are Hebrews 4, 16, go boldly to the throne of grace mm-hmm. to obtain mm-hmm. mercy, to find grace, to help in time of need. And that's really a posturing emotionally of your heart. Mm-hmm. Can you go and get near there's an actual throne. There's a inner throne. When you commune with God, it's mm-hmm. both. And can you go boldly, confidently? And so mm-hmm. sometimes if people are struggling to connect, we just go, ask the Lord why you feel like you're 10 football fields away mm-hmm. from this throne of grace. You believe it's there, but why are you distant? How did that get there? Or why do you feel like you're tiptoeing in ready for the hammer to drop on your head? A lot of us approach God like that. And this mm-hmm. scripture alone says that's not how it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. I love James 4, 8. Um, you see different pictures of this throughout the Bible, but draw near to God mm-hmm. and he will draw near to you. Yeah. So I'm like, if you just take a foot near, he comes with all of his goodness. Mm. And so we, we have to be willing to take the step, but his response every time is going to be to draw near Jeremiah 29, call to him and he will listen. It's this very relational near God. Jesus says, when you pray, pray to the father. And we go, that sounds nice. And I learned that, but when we actually get still and try it, sometimes we're like, well, I don't know. Mm -hmm. He seems really big. He's probably mad at me. And Mm -hmm. so that's, that's kind of where Mm -hmm. we start because all those misconceptions are there. Um, Romans 8, 15, he's Abba father. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of my favorite prayer times are when people come in and go, that's really beautiful verse. I don't know that for myself. And I, I get giddy inside and I think, okay, we're going to know it today Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. that's your birthright. What does it look like to, to walk in under that near to God? And then just the aspect of abiding, there's a household around the table concept there. And if we're honest, we visit it like it's an Airbnb Mm -hmm. on vacation Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we, we get there at Christmas, maybe, maybe at Easter, maybe when we are on the spiritual high, because we went to a retreat, Mm -hmm. but abiding is daily around the table, father, son, 
Holy mm-hmm, Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so we, we help get that close. It's an issue of proximity and yeah. getting near. And it's okay that we learn that, that we have to learn what God sounds like, what, mm-hmm. what it looks like, what, how we sense it, what we hear. It's different for everybody, but when you know it, you know it. Mm-hmm. And it's perfectly acceptable to learn that, to be discipled into that and the way God wired you to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, as you're even sharing all of that, I'm actually thinking back to a freedom prayer session that I had with you, um, man, probably well over a year ago. Um, anybody who's been on Mercy Talk or been doing our workshops or anything knows I've shared a lot about, um, you know, when we lost a baby a couple of years ago. And I remember coming and my entire freedom prayer session, which these sessions last around a couple hours sometimes. They can. Yeah. Or more, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but um, I remember like for about two hours, the entire prayer session was about drawing near because you, I remember that's a lot of times how you start these sessions is like kind of where is your posture with the Lord right now? And I remember I was like, I'm Mm -hmm. not good with him right now. Mm -hmm. I am not good with him. And the whole session was basically breaking down. um, And it kind of went into some of the things you talked about last week with some ungodly beliefs and things of that Mm -hmm. nature, but it was about restoring the connection with him. Cause I'm like, I'm not good with him. I am like, I remember saying I'm stiff arming him right now. Like I do not want to get near that guy right now because I'm mad. So I just, you know, sometimes an entire session is on restoring that connection. It's not just like we start there and then we get into the really good stuff. Cause this is, this is like you said, breath. Yeah. Sometimes breathing. it's all about restoring breath. So, um, it's just really, really good. Well, and I think really important to what you said, there was a reason why you were stiff arming him. And we do a lot of the Christian life trying to stuff the reason, like mm-hmm. he doesn't know and it's not affecting us and mm-hmm. we need spaces to go. I, I know this doesn't line up, but this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to feel this way. Mm-hmm. And as the body, we've, we've got to bear with each other and not in a place of judgment or you should know better. You are a follower of Jesus, but okay, there's a reason, God, what do you want to say? Yep. What do yep. I need to do here? Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so. That's so good. Um, and I even love what you said last week, kind of referencing, you said, this is what freedom prayer is not. You talked about it's not counseling. And then you said, it's not weird. And just listening even to what you're talking about now, it's, so relational. It's mm-hmm. so um, intimate, and even I don't know if "stills" the right word, but it's all of these things that cause. Like when I think about, I'm like, I it causes me to have to slow down mm-hmm. a bit. And so I would just love to know from you, you know, when it comes to freedom prayer, are there specific steps that you take? in drawing near to the Lord? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. No, I think this is like the million dollar question for myself, for everybody, because it's like, well, how do you do it? And Mm -hmm. I'm very practical. And I've thought for years, how do you do this? And watching different people step into it. I would say there's not a formula. It's different for every person, but there are some steps that we've, we've found to be helpful. Um, You were mentioning last week, sometimes the reason we can't draw near often is because of some of those things we mentioned in that we sued list. Like, because we're wounded, because we we have sin that's not confessed Mm -hmm. and turned from, we're going to feel the block there. Mm -hmm. God's heart is always to bring us near. But there's some things we have to do. I think just in an abiding place, when people come in, I... I've, you know, I've been doing, praying this way for over 20 years. And when I get in the chair, there's this little voice. It's not the Lord it going, today's the day that you're not going to hear from the Lord. And you get nervous and your heart races and you go, oh no, what if that's true? And we're like, wait, that is not how this works. And so I think for some people just giving them space in those times, um, I would say step number one is that 
we invite people just to take that space and think about God. Think about God the Father. And I've actually had people go, can I do that? Like it's illegal. (laughs) And we go, well, yeah, just think about how many times a day you think about the people you love. Our mind was created to be filled with Christ, to have Mm. the mind of Mm. Christ. He was thinking about the Father all the time, listening, Mm -hmm. waiting. And so we say, just take a moment and think about Him. What what comes to mind? How do you feel when you think about God? Um, What's your response? What do you sense? What do you hear? What do you? There's no right way to do it, but we were made a sensory people. So we give people permission to go. When you think about him, how do you feel? What comes to mind? Do you hear something? Does that line up with the truth and the word? And again, people go, am I allowed to do this? And we're like, yes, this is primarily (laughs) what you're Uh supposed to be thinking about. So we think about him and then we start reminding them. And sometimes they do it on their own of his truth. Mm -hmm. His truth says you can get near. So when you try to get near, what rises up in your heart. Mm. What what do you see in your mind's eye? Like we've had, I mean, I'm not even going to give examples, but there are some common examples that pop up over 20 something years of doing this that people see in their mind's eye. And they're like, where did that come from? Mm. And because we've seen it, we go, okay, well, the enemy probably sets this up that God is, looks like this mm-hmm. when he really doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's So we go to the truth of scripture. So apply this. What happens when you try to draw near? Mm-hmm. When people struggle, we go, you know what? Consider Jesus. Just think about oh, Jesus, yeah, who scripturally is your great high priest, who went before you, who tore the veil, so you now have access. Mm-hmm. And I've sat with people who've been Christians for 30, 40 years, and they go, I've actually never accessed that. I'm like, well, the gospel's good. Let's <laughs> let's get it yeah, today. Man. Like Jesus came, so there is no distance. There wow. is no veil. So think about Jesus and just say, Jesus, I want to walk in what you've already paid for. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just that declaration gets people near. And then we just sort of slowly s- start stepping in. Like, okay, God, I'm stepping in. Like I've had people go, but I'm going to stay five feet away. Right. And then we'll just say, ask the Lord why. Mm-hmm. Because that's not his heart. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason you want to just keep a little bit of distance. God, what's the root of that? Where did that come from? Yep. Why is it here? Why do I believe that I need to stay at a distance? Mm-hmm. And so it's just really gracefully with friends asking the questions. Because he's got all the answers anyway. And I would say as an encouragement... I still do this in my own times with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Having done this for years, if I sit down to be before the Lord, Bible open, I'm going to pray. I always start, this is my personal opinion, drawing near. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to read from this cognitive, intellectual place. Mm -hmm. I want to read near to the God who wrote it. But I'll sometimes go, Lord, I know the truth is that you say I can draw near. And I'm not really near. Can you tell me why? Mm-hmm. What is it that I'm holding on to or believing? Yeah. Because I don't want to do this apart from you. And, and those simple declarations just position and prime and move our heart near. Mm-hmm. And he's got the answers why we don't. And he wants to resolve them. Mm-hmm. And so I, mm-hmm. I I think it's important. It's a good place to start. It's mm-hmm. a, We revisit that drawing near. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, that's yes. practical takeaway yes, right Lord, there. No, it's like, <laughs> that's good. I think we could just end so here good. because, I mean, oh honestly, I, I and this just goes back to so much of what I love about what you guys do is, and we talked about it last week of, of giving God first dibs because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we think that we have to figure it out. Right. I mean, I do that all the time. 
like just even my personality is, is that I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to, I'm oh, going me to too. fix it, you me know? Too. And so if I don't feel close to God, why Melanie figure it out, figure it out. And how many times have I not just said, God, you know, like mm. you're very intimately mm. aware of every single thing that is keeping me distant from you right now way better than I do. I'll never be able to figure this out on my own. And so just the goodness of God to respond to that and Mm -hmm. to say, I'm going to show you what it is that's standing in the way. Um, and that he's not going to hold back. Like his desire is to be near us as well, you know? And so for, for you guys, even in those sessions that you're not going to say, okay, well, you told me this, this, and this, so I bet it's this. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Ask the Lord. Right. Well, and we, we do that a lot. Like, no, 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 no. Like I'll see them thinking, or I'm thinking to her, I'm like, wait, let's just ask the Lord. Like don't get ahead of him. So good. And it's just such a very practical takeaway for all of us is to stop, whether it's this or anything for that matter of like giving him first dibs to speak into stuff, even over yourself, trying to figure things out. Hey everyone, Rachel Thomas here. We are so pumped about where we are headed as Mercy Talk. We want to make it easier, easier than ever for folks to find us and to get the help and the resources they need that Mercy Multiplied has to offer. So we need your help. Would you take just 10 seconds to rate and review Mercy Talk on Apple Podcasts? This does wonders for the way our podcast ranks and helping others to find us and the resources that we offer. We want as many people to be able to find the hope and healing and freedom in Jesus Christ as possible. So as we go into 2020, would you join with us in helping see more people live free? I don't know. I almost feel like we've talked some about kind of, you know, busting through that distance and now we're going to go backwards and talk no, about okay. just maybe what are some of the common things that you've seen, the common roadblocks. You mentioned it a little bit, but can you unpack any of those? Yeah, I think there's some that are really common. And honestly, if I were the enemy, I'm not. But if I were, I would throw every possible roadblock in yeah. the way of drawing near above anything else. And so if, if there's a roadblock and you're listening, just go, okay, I'm normal in my Christian yes. walk because we all have them. And that's the enemy's design to keep sons and daughters away from mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And so it, it works sometimes, but if you know what they are, it's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of them, and I referenced it a little bit is prayer performance anxiety. Like mm-hmm. when I sit down, <laughs> if I can't immediately hear the Lord, then I am a failure as a Christian. Yeah. And I would just say that's a lie. Again, there's so many reasons why, you know, that could be going on. Just Mm -hmm. straight up lie. Mm -hmm. Um, Melanie, you referenced this one. Um, Independence. We are fiercely independent Mm -hmm. as a people. Um, Stubborn, strong-willed. I am all of those things. We want to fix it, figure it out, and kind of in a place of self-preservation or self-provision, do it Mm ourselves. And so I often, in prayer times and in my own life, will go, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to do this, similar mm-hmm. to what you said. Um, we are distracted as a people. So we often equip people to kind of shelve those distractions that aren't pertinent to what we're doing in the moment. Distractions like the grocery list, or I have to pick up the kids at four, or I have this presentation due at work. Mm-hmm. And those things just pop up in our mind because our mm-hmm. mind is filled with them. So mm-hmm. we practice just saying, okay, there's, these are important, but let's put them aside a little bit. And this, this roadblock, I think, is huge. We, as Christians, and wanting to do it perfectly, have this distorted view of arriving at a place of nearness to God versus building capacity. Mm. And any science on parenting or attachment, all those things, you're about building capacity. Mm. So I would say just as a place of hopefully grace to people listening, it is rare, although it happens, it is rare that 
people step into drawing near for the first time and they are met like with the glory of God. They see the light, the booming voice. Yeah. That's rare. Yeah. It's it's his glory to move us into a place of attachment yeah, and building capacity. So, so you're, so you're taking steps. You're clearing the path. Our paths are often just littered with roadblocks mm-hmm. and things that biblically there are answers for. And mm-hmm. so you... You build on that. Yeah, there's not a good. pass fail in it. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, you really can't do it wrong. And there's a biblical precedent with Samuel and Eli to missing it. Hmm. Like we wow. have mm-hmm. to learn mm-hmm. from someone else mm-hmm. in that safety of, is that the Lord? We often mm-hmm. in prayer times go, the thing that you keep saying, I don't know if this is me or if this is the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's why two or more are gathered. Yeah. We'll ask him. If it goes against the word of God, probably not the yeah, Lord, yeah. but there's probably a reason why you got there. Right. And so let's ask him. Sure. And that was actually a series or not a series. One of the shows that we did in this series yes. was just about the importance of being able to de- like discern, discern yeah. what's from God. Yeah. And, and, and so we've talked yeah. through some practical pieces of that. Yeah. And I would love to know, I mean, I know you touched on it, but I feel like in my own life and even in other friends or at churches we've spoken about hearing the voice of God, that's the one thing that keeps coming up is, well, how do I know if that's my thought or how do I know if that's the Lord? And Jen, our, our Jen, our Jen, I love your Jen. Sorry. We love her too. She's pretty awesome. Um, talks about some practical ways as well to kind of get past that. But do you guys have any tools or things that you guys encourage folks with when they're starting mm-hmm. out? Like, Oh my gosh, was that me or yeah. Lord, is that you? Yeah. yeah. Well, what you just did, we, we really, we talk about those, those aspects of discernment, like building muscles. Mm. So you've got to build them. And that means you're going to lift some things and go, okay, God, was that you? Often if people go in the prayer time, oh, was that God? That I think that's something I wanted. And we go, okay, well, that is a, a posture of your heart. God knows your heart better than anyone. Mm. So just tell him, God, I really desire for you to say this. Mm. And that says a lot about where my heart is. Could you speak into that and reveal Mm. anything that you want to show me? Or would you confirm if Mm. that's from you or not? And and to, I I often see people when they really start to encounter the Lord in prayer, it's almost like firing on all cylinders. (laughs) So you're, you're going, okay, now I've got these muscles. I actually can activate them. I realize that they're there. And so you determine quickly in, in the safety of friends. Okay. That, that place where you just thought of a red fire truck, I don't know if that was the Lord to ask him, but now your mind is just going. And so we say it's it's safe to just learn how to use those muscles and ask, God, if you want to say something about the red fire drug, tell me. If not, Mm -hmm. we're going to move on. Mm -hmm. And I just know that I'm learning and I'm firing on all those cylinders now that I want to sense you in every capacity. Mm -hmm. I want to walk around filled by you. And so sometimes it's just learning. So in good. a grace-filled place, yeah. how to do that. Yeah, oh, And and what he says is never going to contradict who he is in his word. That's right. It's yeah. never going to contradict scripture. So that's there's it. some easy things to go, yeah, that's that's not him, but we don't condemn people. And we're not like, and you're out. <laughs> and you failed. You are no longer okay, in the family. The Come back and try. Yeah. But, but in prayer yeah. times, you just go, let's ask the Lord where that came from. Sure. Yeah. Why is that there? Yeah. yeah. So that's really good. Are there any other roadblocks that you would highlight? Um, just the ones that we were talking about last week, like wounds, sin, especially unconfessed, unrepented from sin, mm-hmm. ungodly beliefs, entanglements, mm-hmm. aspects where the enemy has messed with things. Mm-hmm. You know, those often hold. Yeah. And I know roadblocks. one of the things that you guys have talked a lot about and we often refer to um, is unforgiveness, mm-hmm. how powerful that yeah. is. Yeah. Keeping people distant. 
I would say in my opinion, people may differ on this, especially in freedom prayer, but in my opinion, freedom prayer, unforgiveness, bitterness, judgment, the number one roadblock. Wow. That's just crazy. But I know that even just in our experience at Mercy, how many young women in their testimonies when they are leaving say, you know, I was, I was here, I was working through things and it wasn't until I chose to forgive this person or these people oh, yeah. that everything broke open for me. I, I've heard that enough now to where I'm like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. Like that is key. That well, is huge. Yeah. I would say for when we train people, because that's what we do a lot, but I'm like, when in doubt, check, yeah. <laughs> check unforgiveness because yeah. it's so prevalent. Yeah. And it's just, it's just amazing. And it, it, it's also not surprising when I just think about like the ultimate gift that the father has given to us, mm-hmm. that that would be twisted. And mm-hmm. like, it's the one thing that if we hold on to, we'll just always destroy, mm-hmm. always destroy, you know? Um, but so Jen, another one of the most helpful tools that I remember from the training with you guys was, um, the father ladder. And I'd heard of it and seen it in other places, but the way that you guys just so practically brought it into freedom prayer was just so helpful, but it's really just that idea of how relationships from our early years of life typically, um, really can affect the way that we see God, the father, the way that we see Jesus, the way that we see the Holy spirit. Um, and so I would love for you, I mean, I know everything I'm asking you, I'm like, there was a whole session on this before. So <laughs> I don't know scale it down. how well you're able to just maybe communicate some of the, the heart behind that and just the practical help that it is. Yeah. So this tool works sort of like a grid to help individuals and especially teams learning how to do ministry understand why a block may be there, why Mm -hmm. there would be a roadblock in connecting with the father when he so clearly offers it. Um, So a way to use this, for example, if your earthly dad was distant or angry or demanded perfection as one example, often, and I'll say very clearly, not always, because there's just never a formula, especially in prayer. I think when we lean into a formula, we're in danger of a lot of things. So I would say often, Mm -hmm. this is true, those traits can get placed onto God the Father. We don't mean for that to happen. It's sort of subconscious, but our roadblock is there because we haven't had a grid of what God the Father looks like. And God the Father intended earthly dads to demonstrate Mm -hmm. aspects of Mm -hmm. his nature. And you can prove that biblically. It's it's why he made families. Um, It can become difficult for people to access the truth of who he is if the only example they had was distorted, either really distorted or even good Mm -hmm. dads. The Mm -hmm. best intending dads Mm -hmm. are not going to get it right. Just like I'm a mother, the best intending moms, thank the Lord for freedom prayer. You know, we're going to miss it. And so, um, so we can do the work in a prayer time of things like forgiving earthly dad, really Mm -hmm. releasing earthly dad for the places he either really missed it or just Mm -hmm. didn't mean to miss it, but Mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. And trading some of those belief systems that were put on God and getting truth of who he really is. And so this is just a tool that helps us navigate that. So if we see a roadblock, you could start with, how do you feel about Father God? If that's where the roadblock is, tell me about your earthly dad. What did that look Mm -hmm. like? It's, it's a, it's just a check. It's Mm -hmm. a tool. It's a grid Mm -hmm. more than anything. Um, The triune God is three in one. So each part of the Trinity has a specific role and function. And if we think about our earthly families, each part of our earthly families 
has a specific role and function. Mm-hmm. God created mothers to do certain things. God created siblings or friends, if you're an only child, cousins, to have certain pieces, certain things that they fill in your life. If there's a distortion there or a deficit, we don't really receive everything we were intended to receive. And so there's pieces missing. And if you have a lot of that over a lot of years, we walk around sort of Mm half-hearted and not whole. And that starts to affect every relationship, especially our relationship with the triune God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it's the same with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. If we have a distortion there, um, if we have shut out part of the Trinity, um, if we don't want to deal with certain parts of the Trinity, and some of people listening right now can't even imagine that. And I would say that's good. That's a grace on your life that you can't imagine shutting out the Trinity. Um, I would say specific populations, um, specifically to a population that's near and dear to Mercy Multiplied, near and dear to us, are individuals who've been abused. Um, When they've been abused, when they've been trafficked, the idea of Jesus being closer than a brother, never leaving you or forsaking you, I have heard more times than I can count Hmm. um, individuals going, I'm okay with God the Father, but Jesus is a pervert and I don't want to be near him. Mm -hmm. And so you can use that grid instead of looking shocked and like that is Mm -hmm. blasphemy. Mm -hmm. You go, oh, I know how that got there. Mm -hmm. There's a way out and we've got to restore some truths about this aspect of the Trinity. We were meant to walk in that abiding place with all the members and all the functions and roles. And this tool just helps us to receive the truth and get rid of those roadblocks. Mm -hmm. So good. So helpful. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I'm just like taking, <laughs> taking all this notes. in. Also trying to break this down in my yeah. own life. This is so, this is just so needed. Bless Thank the you. Lord. Yeah. No, I, I need it. And so I go, okay, yeah. that's probably others too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is so good. So like Mel always says, we love practical takeaways. Um, and so what we want to do this week is just... Um, give you kind of a, a tool or, or a prompt to be able to have something to access in your own spiritual walk. And so we want to encourage you this week to just spend some time asking the Lord to show you what road roadblocks may be in the way um, of closer intimacy with Him. Um, you know, no matter what your relationship looks like with Him today, there's more. And mm-hmm. I'll, I've heard that in your story, Jen. You know, how, how many years did you say you've been doing Freedom Prayer? Well, for my own self, really, after my own freedom, I was 19 or 20. Okay. And, and then it just sort of grew over the last 23 years. That's amazing. So. And one of the, you were talking about, when you sit down to pray, there's this voice, not from the Lord, that's like, this is the, you're not going to hear from him. <laughs> this is the last time. And, and I'll, I'll have that in my own spiritual walk. We were laughing about this a couple of weeks ago where I'll walk through something with the Lord and it's like, okay, that's as good as it gets. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Yeah. I'm like, you know, for, and it, it's kind of odd, almost like this weird thought of like, well, Lord, I guess you're done with uh, me. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. you're, yeah. Mm, is that from you? Maybe, maybe not. And so just this idea that, that the abundant life is even better mm. than what there's we can imagine. More, yeah. That For there's sure. always more. And yeah. so just to encourage you this week that even if you're, you feel like you're in a good place to really get with the Lord and say, Lord, I want to, I want to know you more. I want to mm-hmm. draw near, like you mm-hmm. said, I want to, I want to go deeper with you. Would you would you draw me near? Would you and draw me close? I would even add to that practical takeaway, like not only to ask, you know, are there any 
roadblocks. Mm-hmm. What are those? Yeah. And asking the Lord to highlight what those are. But I love when you kind of talk through some of the practicality of that drawing near. Can you really quickly again say what, you know, oh, yeah. those mm-hmm. kind of steps were yes, for people yes. if they're like, what do I do? Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Just give yourself space to think about the Lord, yep. like really fully sensory engaged. Mm-hmm. Think about him. What, what comes to mind? What, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Are you close? Um, to, um, Remind yourself of the truth, like mm-hmm. is part of that drawing near exercise, make a list, have it on a note card in your Bible, mm-hmm. all the scriptures, do a word search about drawing near yeah. and the close proximity of God. There's mm-hmm. at least a handful that will help you there. And then consider Jesus, like intentionally consider him and what he's paid for mm-hmm. and then start to step in and draw near and, and look, how close am I? Do I feel comfortable being close? Why am I at a distance? Mm-hmm. Or if you're close, great. None of us are done. Like mm-hmm. I've been swimming in Freedom Prayer stuff for a long time. And I feel like I just have a little cappuccino cup of him wow. at this point. And I, I am hungry, thirsty mm-hmm. for more. And thing. so at any given point, I could sit down and say, Lord, search my heart. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that keeps me from you? And on the flip side, do you have anything you want to tell me today? Yeah. Anything that I can do out of obedience and partnership with you? Like both yeah. sides of the coin there. Like there's always something yep. more, something yeah. new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Which I so think good. goes back so much to just even some of the things that we talked about in our first couple of episodes of the series mm-hmm. of that. Just that very, very, very practical practice <laughs> yes. of, of that prayer journaling that we yeah. talked about and asking the Lord a question and sitting, you know, I'm just struck by the freedom mm-hmm. prayer sessions I've sat in. There's a lot of just stillness and quiet. Mm-hmm. You're just waiting. We're, you're listening. we're not good at that. And you're no. waiting. Yeah. And Gosh. so just building so much more of that time in. And, yeah. and I know for me, as far as just signing off on this series personally, I would just encourage you, you know, if you're one of the maybe maybe many people listening who were like, I'm just not like, I don't, I'm not going to be able to do that. I don't have that. I don't feel like I'm, you know, I have the ability to hear and receive from him and I didn't grow up in that kind of a thing. And so I just, I'm not going to have that. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you as someone who also didn't really grow up in that, um, and wasn't really discipled in this specific way. Um, I remember maybe in like my early thirties was the first time I was like, maybe I should give this a shot. I don't know. Like I wasn't raised this way. I feel like this might be kind of weird, but I'm going to give it a shot. And let me just say, I know I've shared this in the podcast before, but, um, it's for you too. Like there's not Mm -hmm. something different about you. There's not something weird about you. You're not like a less than, Mm -hmm. or like only some people can really connect with God like that. That's not for me. Like it is for everyone. Absolutely. And I can just testify at least personally that as you start to practice and build that capacity like you will be shocked mm-hmm. at what you are able to hear and what you're able to receive from him um and so i just know that like what i what i now have of the lord and have experienced of the lord that i never would have if i had not opened up to this idea okay. um is life changing yeah. so Again, more of my sign off on the series. I know you're going to sign <laughs> no. off the show, Rachel. No, it's but, so good. Um, it's so good. That's just what I would encourage you with. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't let it hold you out, back, so. for yeah. sure. I'm, I'm with Mel 100%. Like, it's not my background. For sure, more conservative. And, um, and and not in a bad way. My parents love Jesus. And I have some great, you know, spiritual mothers and fathers. But this this missing piece of having an active, abiding relationship of, of, like you said, exercising those muscles and learning what it means to hear his voice. Um, and that he can search our heart and know our heart has been, uh, just, it's just been revolutionary. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
you know, you said that cappuccino cup. I'm like, I had a sample taste and I want more. <laughs> yes. Yes, Jesus. Um, so, Jen, is there anything else that you, you just want to say as a word of encouragement to our listeners as we kind of close this out and, and tell us too, again, where we can, yeah, people can find sure. you. So, um, freedomprayer.org is probably the easiest place to find us. And then we can help send you to the closest place locally. If you're interested in prayer time, if you want to talk more, have questions, that's, that's the kind of hub, the home cool. base for everybody. And my word of encouragement is really similarly, like just just go after it. We were made to commune with God Mm -hmm. and we get caught up in all the things that we can do from that. But at the core, this is foundational. We were made to connect, made to draw near. And it's a lie if you feel like you were not, Mm -hmm. we all were. And Mm -hmm. so you kind of go guns blazing and go, I'm, I'm coming after Mm -hmm. this. This is, this is for me. This is my normal Christian life. My birthright in the Mm -hmm. kingdom Mm -hmm. is to know God. I mean, and if you doubt that, the verse that haunts me is, depart from me, I never knew you. Mm. Like I wake up with that verse in my head. I'm like, okay, doesn't matter what else I do today, I need to be near and know him. Mm. Everything else is just gravy. Mm-hmm. Good gravy, yeah. mm-hmm. but gravy. Yes. So, That's my so gosh. Ah, this has been so good. I love it. Well, I hope this series has been encouraging to you. Uh, next week, you will want to join us because our president and founder, Nancy Alcorn, will be with us. And she's going to be giving the we call it the state of mercy address here. It's like, you know, the state I of love the union. That. Yeah. yeah. The state of mercy. Um, and just celebrating what God has done in 2019, but also some cool things of where we're headed mm-hmm. as a ministry and what God is doing and how he's moving now. So join us here next week on Mercy Talk. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.